This is Maya, aka DJ Ditch Bitch, and you're listening to UCLA Radio. Welcome to Crushing. This podcast slash show explores crushes as a lens for self-discovery. Crushes are mirrors. They tell us more about who we want to be before we feel like we have realized it ourselves. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Maya. (laughs) Welcome to episode three of Crushing. Um, Just so you guys know, Maddie trained me to do my summer job when I was like 15. And before I even knew who she was, I used to take surf lessons with her boyfriend. And now we're both bi-coastal and live on the West Coast and go back to the East Coast um, to Montauk during the summer. Um, So Maddie, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Also, thank you for having me on, Maya. Um, Yeah, it's sort of funny how we have like parallel schedules now. Just very full circle, you know. But so I'm Maddie. I'm a photographer based in Southern California. I'm in San Clemente right now. I met Maya through my boyfriend, Gavin. And for the last like eight years, I've been doing the bi-coastal sort of trade-off. So I spend like the summer months out in Montauk and then we come back here, Gavin and I in the winter. But I'm originally from like Northern California. So through college, I just kept going South and now I'm like in Southern California, but it's fun. So yeah. When did you graduate school? In 2014, I'm like old. Yeah, okay. I feel old. Maybe that's a better. I say I'm like, I turned 29 this year, but I say I'm like 29 going on 25, you know. Decade ahead. Like, I, in 2014, I was in eighth grade. Uh, that's so crazy. I've, I've, you've, you're younger than me, but I feel like you're, you know, you're not. You are, but you're not. I'm just a baby, like, or I, I convince myself that I know things and then I actually don't. Or maybe it's because we hang out with so many people of like different ages that it's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's like the thing about surfing is like, you meet so many people who are different ages and you get close. Yeah, totally. That's for sure. All right. So I guess since you're a 90s baby, why Mm -hmm. not? Start off with Malibu 1992 by Coin. Bit tongue and a taste of iron Sweethearts that high school sour now Our time had gone to a closing You moved when you ran out of money to stay Your parents' house in Ohio you're all there, replaced with the treadmill now
I really like that one, Maddie. It's really cute. I, I love that one. I've been listening to that like on my walks and stuff. And I just feel like it's such a spring vibe. I love it. Yep. Yep. Definitely gives me Malibu vibes. I would know. Um, <laughs> it's where I spend like half of my week. Yeah, I try to just like be on the beach like three days a week. Head up to Malibu or Topanga. Therapy for you, probably going and surfing and just getting away from the city. Yeah, I mean, yesterday we had a little bit of a rough beach day. Why? The wind? The wind, yeah. I was surfing. The same guy dropped in on me twice. He hit me in the face with his wave storm. Then I was like, okay, fuck it. Like, I've had enough. I'm going in. I go to lay on the beach. Me and two of my friends are like, all right, we're going to go get fish tacos. We get the tacos. We come back. One of my friends is like, yo, Maya, like, you're bored on the pool. Has this giant ding, <laughs> like all the way in there. I'm like, well, fuck, like a long words out of commission. Setting. I had the same thing. So I had to go to San Diego t- yesterday, tomorrow or yesterday morning, and I dropped off Gavin at Trestle. So we live near Trestles and all the spots in San Clemente. So Gavin is lucky enough that I drop him and whoever at the top. And they can like do a short walk to Trestles. And I was already going south. Mm-hmm. So on my way back, um, it was like a fine morning, but I was like, I want to go surfing now. So I went to Doheny and Dana Point. I literally get to the edge of the shore about to go in. And it felt like 30 mile winds picked up like immediately. And I was like, do I turn around? I was like, no, I cannot turn around. I have to go in. But the current was so strong. I was like paddling for like an hour and a half straight. Yeah, that's what everybody said about surfing yesterday. Like, I was texting someone, they were like, oh, yeah, I went down to El Porto, and it was super windy, and I was like, yeah, like, what the fuck? Like, I was like, do I turn around? But it's like, you, I could not. (laughs) It was so annoying. I want to get in the water. And then I, like, texted Matt in anguish, because Matt's just, like, my guy who fixes all my shit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Seeing my board, like, can you fix it? Like, yeah, like... He was, he was down here yesterday, right? Yeah, he was. And he was like, but I'm down south. So later this week. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I want a board from that. He, yeah. I want him to like make a copy of the yellow board I have. But as you know, uh, this this podcast is about crushes um, and it explores crushes as mirrors. So along those lines, can you think of someone that helped you see yourself more? definitely my boyfriend right now Gavin is my biggest like learning lesson crush in general but um I think he so I met Gavin in college um our second year and we met like at a party like by chance like I didn't want to go out um like I really didn't want to go out my friend Tanya like convinced me to go out and I met him like by happen chance that was like eight years ago. <laughs> um, and we're from like different areas. Like I feel like there are so many like factors that could have made things challenging. But I think when you, you know, meet the right person, like you make it work. But he has been my biggest like mirror in a way because we went through like the majority of our 20s together. And that's such a time of like growth and like struggle like you're trying to figure out who you are where you want to go like what you want to do like we're still figuring it out but 
your partner or your crush or whatever like tells you so much about yourself a strong crush like you want to you want to make it work I guess and so Gavin is definitely definitely that person for me because we've been through so much changes individually and as a couple and you know thankfully we're still good and it worked out but he was like my biggest crush like when I met him I was like oh my god I was it was like it was I was like I don't even know how to describe it but the other people and stuff because it was college and then you met him and you're like fuck like I actually like this dude it was like like I think this is probably so embarrassing to say but I really don't care because whatever he's my boyfriend but we met him at a party and I, I don't know if I got I don't think I got his number but I looked it's so embarrassing to say I really don't care I looked him up on Facebook um this was like so long ago so it wasn't like Instagram you look him up on it's like you look him up on Facebook he didn't even have Instagram then and when I found him my I was like I was like screaming <laughs> I was like yelling because I was like he is so like he's striking like so handsome like strikingly handsome and I was just like oh my god I wasn't like I wasn't drunk he's really like he was just he's still so handsome to me like oh my god oh that's very cute I <laughs> your entire story scares the shit out of me because I'm like well here I am like a sophomore in college and I I don't really see myself getting into some kind of serious relationship anytime soon but you know I think when you don't expect it is probably like when it comes you know it's what people say so I supposedly maybe that's like what you say to like feel better or something what everybody in my life tells me I'm like all right yeah mm -hmm, yeah you've had good crushes though Maya I don't know what you're talking about I yeah yeah <laughs> So I don't know. I'm like a little like I I'm like getting over a really big crush right now. Oh my gosh, I want to hear. <laughs> Unrequited feelings suck like a lot. I mean, it's scary. It's really scary. I think because I'm I feel like so many crushes you like don't want to have the crush on them almost. Mm -hmm. You're like fuck like because it's so it's so time consuming and it's annoying like especially for me like I just like want to like not be attached to other people and be carefree and I feel like crushes kind of feel like this weight for me yeah it's consuming yeah super consuming and it's like one of those things you like can't like get your mind off mm -hmm. I was actually like talking to a friend earlier today and she has like a huge crush on this guy she's like a few years older than you she's like my age so it really just like never stops crushes like forever, I'm guessing, but, and she ended up like crying because she was just felt so strongly about it. And she like, didn't want to like him. And I'm such a hopeless romantic, I think, or such a, I don't know, I love love. So I was like, why don't you just like surrender and like, let yourself try and, and go for it. And if it doesn't work out, like at least you tried. Yeah. I think like that's a, a way to go I feel like the only way to get over a crush like that's like put your feelings on the table like you have yeah to yeah maybe I have no shame I'd rather just be I don't I don't even know though I was like younger when I met Gavin I can't imagine like today I just feel like it's more challenging today I don't know 
like feel having feelings for somebody is so stigmatized. Like you just can't, you can't do it. Um, That's horrible. Like it, it does suck because then I feel like all of the dating I've done has just been so pointless because it's right. not getting me where I want to be. Like if I'm lonely, well, that's not solving the issue. It's just like temporary band-aids. You got pretty lucky with Gavin. So why don't we play this Richard Swift song that um, your friend Alex actually recommended to us for today?
I just looked it up, and that guy Richard Swift is in the Black Keys and the Shins, which, like, I didn't know. I had no idea. I did not know that. Like, pretty cool. We were talking a little bit about unrequited love, like, getting lucky, just, like, having to confess your feelings to get rid of the crush. Like, well, one, I don't think... Well, I feel like when you meet a crush or something, it is lucky in the sense that you're like all the pieces are coming together, like you're at the right place at the right time to meet them. But making a, you know, having a crush turn into like a relationship is so much work. You know what I mean? Because when you meet them, it's like fun. But when things get real, it's like that's when the real work comes in and you decide is it like worth it to keep pursuing it but personally I think it's worth trying like I can't imagine being like sort of so closed off that you don't pursue don't pursue things I feel like if you like feel really strongly and and you it may not make sense but like your gut is telling you like I don't care like I like this person like I love being around them. Like, I can't imagine not giving it a shot. And I think today with like social media and stuff, it sounds like so, so dumb. Like, so everyone says this, but it's like with social media, it's so hard, but I really think it is because there's so many like options out there. Like you always think there could be like someone better, but it's like, there may not be someone better in the sense where it's like we are at the right place at the right time why not like give it a shot I just think like I'm such a relationship person and I like love having like a best friend a counterpart like someone to like go through things with so I just feel like when you have like a really strong crush or really strong feelings towards someone why not like give it a shot you know I feel like two things. I think one, like, it's really awesome that, like, you feel, like, empowered to just give it a shot. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, for me, like, I'm just so afraid because I, I, like, don't, I don't want people to know that I care about them. And so, like, it's so scary for me to just, like, lean into my intuition, Um, like, And I just, I don't think that ultimately the consequence would be that bad, but just like the anticipation of it causes so much fear for me. And also I think what you said about like keeping your options open with social media right now is huge because like I even noticed myself doing this. It's like, well, like I don't want to like get devoted to this person because if a better person comes along, then I'm going to want to be with them. And I also- also really has to do with like the age that I went to like being in college you're not really in the same place at the same time um for right. a time because you're constantly going back home and you're constantly like going back to school and there are lots of breaks and stuff like that and so it feels like everything is so temporary and like now it's like oh I only have a month till I go back to Montauk so I'm like it's so funny I mean that is so true it's not totally right place, right time at all in college because you're all there for different reasons. Some people may want to like go back home like you. Some people like will never have plans to like stay in that city. You know, it's so complicated. It's hard. That's how Gavin and I were. He, when I met him, I didn't know about 
Montauk or his schedule. I don't think I ever heard of Montauk, honestly. Um, Cause I'm from like San Francisco area like that. We're like a different, totally different coast, like different, different everything, obviously. But when, you know, we met, I remember there was a point where he was like, well, I'm going back home. Like I'm going back to New York. And I was just like crushed. And I didn't know what I was going to do after college, but you know, if it's worth it, you have to make like big changes, big, like just really big, like adult decisions, which is so hard to do because it feels so heavy. The decisions feel really important, but I ended up, Gavin ended up moving down to Laguna and I ended up like doing all these things that placed me, my life also placed me down here, but that was like a huge decision too, because my parents didn't know I wasn't going to come home back to the Bay Area. So that was like a whole thing too. You just have to like, it's just, it's, it is, it's so hard being vulnerable and like really putting yourself out there, but it also feels like freeing. I feel like even if something bad comes, cause it's like, okay, well, I'm just like being like, I put it all out there. Like there's no regrets. Yeah. Cause it's also exhausting for me to like put up emotional walls all the time, even though I'm doing it to protect myself. Like it's ultimately really hard because it means that I'm not actually being who I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I think a lot, it's really hard for me also to like have trust in the relationships that I've already established. Like when I know that I'm like leaving Montauk or leaving LA, I'm always really wary that like, I'm going to like lose, I'm going to lose somebody that like I was in contact with because I'm now in a different place. And I think like, because like, and because there are so many options available to people all the time, dating apps um, and stuff like that, I think it kind of exacerbates the situation because like someone and like, I know that they're on Tinder. It's like, Mm -hmm. like, then like, I could just be one of a gajillion people, you know? And then I, and then I, I have to just like sit with that and be like, okay, like given the context in which I met this person, like maybe it doesn't make sense to be vulnerable with them, but then it's exhausting. And then like nothing is real because that's so hard. Cause that's like, I totally see why you would think all that, but that's also like so calculated, right? Like that's like, that's like math, like trying to figure out I'm like here, like crunching all the numbers, like playing games, like, oh Oh my God, that I see why you do that. I think, I don't know. I'm, it's so hard. I think I probably could have like reined it back a little bit, but I don't know. I was like, I feel like with all my crushes, I'm just like, I just like tell them, I'm just like, I'm like, I just, I just, that's how I am. I don't know. Awesome. My thing is like, if I actually like the person, that's when I get most afraid of them. I don't be around them. Like, I I don't know how to behave. And I'm also just like such a control freak. Like I like to be in control of everything. And like, Mm -hmm. for me are like so conducive to maintaining control. Um, Mm -hmm. Okay like the scenario is like super contrived and like I feel like with enough experience you can kind of like figure out like how to like suss people out you know and like I feel yeah. like going through like procedures with 
people. And my mom always says to me, she's like, you want to be in control of everything. And you're like, love life or whatever. Like, that's what you just can't control. And you just have to surrender to yeah. it. Yeah. Just totally. So that's it's so hard to take that advice. I know in general, it's so hard to take advice. Like when I remember someone told me, I'm trying to remember who it was, but they were, I was talking to them about like mentors or advice in general, like big sister kind of talk in general, like when they give you advice, they're not talking about in the future. They're talking about that present moment. So to really make use of advice and like utilize advice, you have to take it in the present moment. Cause that's what they're pertaining. The advice is pertaining to. So love your mom about like, just surrender to it. It's not like in the future. It's like now like surrender to like, just, it's so hard to do that, but it's so true. Like you have to just like, let it be, let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I think a part of why it scares me in particular is like, mm, I'm a really passionate person and Mm -hmm. my emotions are incredibly intense, probably because I bottle them up a lot, but when they, (laughs) it's like an explosion. It's like, I'm just like exploding. We have both seen each other at like explosions. Yeah, it's uh, not great when that happens in the middle of a work day, but it's like, well, I can't control it. Like, here it comes. Like, and I'm just <laughs> going to be like, oh, this girl's fucking crazy. Like, what's up? Mine, mine's a slow, a slow build. Yours is like, yours is, yours is like, like it's like it's unsealed and it comes mine is like slow building oh <laughs> uh, yeah it's hard I don't know I feel like you've had such fun crushes though the ones I know of I I've had I've had some fun I I've had a lot of fun like that's yeah like that's that's how I describe all my crushes and like fleeting hookups and relationships short very short but um very like fun in the moment I think as they should be you should have fun okay um well (laughs) uh let's take a break and listen to Lolo by Eugene Touch me, 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 touch me
body is amazing. Got it back up for the nation. The president of observation. I go look you all day, I go look you all night. See them at this confused. I so sweet, sweet girl. Big bumper with the CT girl. Make I wanna give you all of this love and I'm done with the standing. Romantic, fantastic, body shape, bombastic. She my little, little girl, my pretty, pretty girl. Yeah, positives to it like I live in a really awesome apartment I have a car I can go surfing kind of whenever I want which is yeah. like very like um those are things that I feel like are really like foundational to my happiness and my well-being so it's it's been good but um yeah I'm just like craving social interaction and like I'm looking forward to be f being fully vaccinated and this summer I just like have this ideal picture of like shit like i can actually go out this summer in montauk like oh my god Maya, this will be wild you'll have a wild time that'll um, be fun that'll be i hope i hope i'm i'm excited to be fully vaccinated too oh my gosh oh my gosh i just like i was wondering if you like ever had a moment where like you felt like you were being pitted against another woman like in um like in competition for a man because I feel like with like the trope of a crush there's this idea that like women have to compete and like beat each other out in order to get somebody and that kind of like draws on the theme of options that we were talking about earlier like can you speak to that at all yes and no like I I honestly like to be honest like haven't really felt that like they're like I don't even know how to explain it I think you know like all my past whatever my relationships my crushes and same with my boyfriend like with all his past the all the women in his life I just feel like they all led us to like each other like all their lessons and everything led us to each other so I feel like the only time I could really feel in competition in that sense would be with like past partners so I don't really Feel that I don't know I've seen like a lot of my friends like get in these kinds of situations but um I haven't personally felt it but I feel like that is just so toxic like that is so so toxic when it's you know you're being pitted against another woman but it's really about the guy like it's really his fault for letting this go on like he should be making you if if you're if it's the right if if you were a crush on him he's a crush on you or something 
he should be making you feel secure. You know what I mean? Or else it's like, I don't, that's so, it's so layered, but I think that is like a really toxic environment. Cause it's like, you don't need to be, no one is you like you, you have no competition, like period. Like you are a catch, like for any woman, you know what I mean? Like you don't need to compete with anyone. Yeah. I think what you said about it being like the man's fault is really true. Like not to just like blame men for no reason, but I think it's really symptomatic of the patriarchal society that we live in to just blame women for feeling like they have to compete because it's, it's not their fault that they feel that way. It's just that society is just telling women that they have to be better than other women in order to be happy and to like win a man when really like every woman is great as an individual and like we should all collectively be working together um and that shouldn't be a narrative that's in our head i think that narrative goes so it's so true and it goes beyond even like relationships and crushes i think society wants women to like compete with other women of younger ages of like different looks and sizes it's so it's so crazy. I've actually like come to experience this a little bit in my like career as a photographer, like seeing select, you know, I don't know. I, I definitely, I don't know if this is like public, but knowledge, but photographers and like the people on the team, they have no, they do not have the choice of who's being like shot. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny, like the serious like competition to be like the younger, like the most in shape, like the most whatever, whatever. It's just, it's so apparent, but yet it's like the strongest system that like all of marketing and every narrative of like every magazine, anything like that is like revolves around. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, it's kind of like the whole idea of the beauty tax. Like if you think about it, women spend so much time thinking about like the way that they have to perform for society and like just like constantly competing with themselves even to be better and better. And like, where do you draw the line? Like, where does that trade off with your own happiness and your own career um, and your yeah. life? Yeah, I, I fall victim to that a lot with myself, you know? Like, I think I have a seriously unhealthy expectation of myself and and like what I should do where I should be at at this age at 29 Mm -hmm. um and it takes like a lot of thinking to like try and wind myself down from that because it's like I'm fine like I'm healthy like I have my health like I you know there's so many good things going on it's just sort of hard to like come out of that like expectation of like the bar that you should be at by by now you know Yeah, totally. I think, like, we are our own worst critics. And like, in the same way, like, I like, I'm really like, good at like giving other people advice, like people younger than me, like, I'm good at telling them what to do and stuff. But I'm horrible at taking my own advice and like taking advice from other people, because I'm just like, super self critical. And I have like these insane expectations for myself. Um, Yeah. And I think like, I don't know, although like this year, I have thought a lot about like, what like absolves me of those expectations and like makes me feel better and like for me that's just like going to the beach and surfing like I go and I surf and then like the weight is just like lifted off my shoulders and like I can I can be anyone when I'm surfing 
there just like isn't an expectation and like I think it also has to do with the fact that it's like this act of expression like if I'm somebody who's like never really vulnerable and like isn't always like playing all my cards and then like I get to go surfing like there is no hiding like when you're surfing a wave you know so I think it's I think it's, you know, <clears throat> even like surfing sometimes, like there's could be like, it could be so stressful, like getting that to happen. Like, okay, I'm going to take this time, carve out this time, but you never like regret it. Like it always is like, oh my God, thank God I got in. Like even after yesterday and it was like, so such a hectic, like it was, you know, it was whatever it was like, it was a lot of paddling, but it was so worth it. Like it was, you know, I think it's important, especially now in the last like year and a half to have some, some kind of like outlet, obviously. Yeah, for sure. I think like this year has really brought me um, back to basics and like the simple things that I enjoy. Um, all right. So let's uh, take a break and listen to Hold You by Jazz Karis. Just call you. I can't afford to just call you. 
That's like such a feel good song to me, just like a nice love, mm -hmm. nice little love song. Um, I guess we like talked a little bit about advice earlier, but like in retrospect, like if you could give your younger self any advice, like looking back, what advice would you give, or what's the advice that you wish that you'd taken? I think I would just tell myself it's okay to like feel how I feel like you know there's been crushes that like you know it you like actually no I take that back I would tell myself to really not to realize it's not that serious it's not that deep like some crushes are just like they're fun and they're quick and they're like really powerful and it's okay that that's all they are you know what I mean um I think I wish I took things a little bit more like a little lighter with with things because it's such a fun time before you're even when you're in a relationship of course but like before that and you're 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 dating around and you have crushes like I really just think you should just like enjoy it like if it hurts it hurts if it's good it's good like just really feel it because um it's such a like a golden little time in your life you know, when, when you're dating around and there's such fun moments and you'll always like look back on them really fondly, you know what I mean? Like, it's like literally a movie, like be your own like main character, like literally just have fun and like feel it. Mm -hmm. That's what I would tell myself. That's like, that's really good advice. I like that. And I really agree with like the, the moment thing, like with like short-term and stuff like that like there are these like little moments that are so amazing and like even though it's like not serious like you can still enjoy those and like and you'll you'll always look back like I look back at random like moments like even like weird like crushes you'll meet like on vacation with your family something really random and you look back and it's like literally a moment in your life so even if it doesn't end well like there's gonna be a million others like it happens, yeah. you know, like you just have to keep going on. You can't like give up, put up too many walls. Like you just have to, as your mom says, like really surrender and like let it happen. Cause it's like the, one of the best parts about life. Like crushes are so fun, you know? Yeah, they are so fun. It's also just like so fun to like lean into them and then like go tell your friends about it. And even I was like, talking to my friends last night about like that moment like after you've like met somebody like new and exciting and like you just go home like sit on the couch and you're like damn like damn. yes you know and it's yeah. butterflies yeah so it's the best like it is literally a different kind of high like it is absolutely 
it is so fun. Like I, I was serious when I was saying like, when I, after I met Gavin, I was like literally yelling because <laughs> I was just like, Oh my God. Like, you know, it's just such a good feeling. I like sort of remember how that feels like even in that, in that night. So it's like, whether things work out or not, it's like, Oh my God, just like have so much fun and like embrace that moment. It's like the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely best. That's really sweet. I like the reminder that like about like not taking things too seriously. Like that's definitely something that I have to remind myself about like all parts of life because it's so easy for me to just like get caught in my head and like everything starts to feel like the end all be all and like you know and then that's also like related to just putting high expectations on yourself for every single thing it's like wait i actually don't have to be perfect at everything not everything has to be that serious and it's sometimes it's like oh like what what things on my list of things to do can i just like actually knock off the list or like i can only do it like 50% like not 100%. Absolutely. I think last year like 2020 really before 2020 I would have like ridiculous new year's resolutions and I was talking about this with my business partner Alex who um hopefully will like come on here sometime. Um Alex Torderis and we were um on our podcast which I would love to have you on Maya. It's called Insight um Insight the podcast and we were talking about resolutions and I was saying how because of 2020 my resolutions now is is really to have fun Mm -hmm. because I was taking things so seriously that and looking so much to the future to like meet this goal like meet this benchmark that I wasn't like realizing in the present moment I was like making progress or I wasn't it was taking away from like the present moment and so I really just wanted to realize or try and like change my perspective that I'm so lucky to get that I get to do what I do. Like I'm having so much fun with my job. Like I, I can't believe I get to do this. Like I just want to enjoy the moment because my younger self wouldn't even believe I get to where I am right now. Like I'm just like, should be, I should just be proud of myself for like my younger self, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, that's really awesome. Just like being stoked in the moment, you know, and like, it's, yeah, it's hard to do. It is hard to do. Like, absolutely. Like, I like, I have moments where I guess like, I feel like really discouraged because of the pandemic, because it just feels like this thing is like looming over us and we have no control and like, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. But then I also like you, like look at my past six months and I'm like, fuck, like I actually did a lot of things that are really cool. And like, I should slow down and be proud of those things um, instead of like continuing to like add, add things on, add things on and like um, look at the future so much. Like if I look at the present and like what's already been, what's already passed, I can feel proud. Even like when I met you, well, I think I met you way before we started working together, but when I, when we started working together was when I got to know you and you were like 14, 15, you would be so stoked. If you looked at yourself today, Maya, you would probably like cry. Like you are literally living in LA. You have your own podcast. You're an epic surfer. Like you live so like freely into yourself. Like you glow, you would be stoked to see yourself. Like you have 
such fun like crushes like I feel like you live life like it's hard to really see it it's because we're always living in the future but if you were to like see yourself five years ago when you were younger you would want to be you yeah damn that means so much coming from you and like I'm like now mentally taking myself back to like being 15 at the van and like yes yeah you you had no idea what you didn't know where you were going to go to college like you're literally living in LA like I saw this epic photo of you the other day like you just look like you are thriving like just like it's just so like it gives me literally like chills but like you would be you would totally want to be like your friend or you you know oh yeah that's awesome it's like cool to have somebody in my life like you who can like see me grow you know mm -hmm. really beautiful about going to Montauk for me is that like there's a community there that's seen me since I was so young and like when people know you, it feels really good. Totally. I think, yeah, just like you're saying, the community that we have there is so like special because we see like gaps in time. We like skip big gaps of time where we don't see each other. So when we do, it's like this epic, like meet up again where we get to be all together and it's like all consuming when we're out there. Mm -hmm. um, we're all, it's like going from not seeing each other for eight months to like, every single day, like seeing each other in a stripped down view, not like the frill of like how we basically are the rest of the rest of the year. Um, so it is really fun. And I've always seen you as like a little sister and it's so fun. We have such a fun time. We've had so many good, fun experiences and I've never had, you know, I have a younger brother, but I don't have like a younger sister. So it's always been so fun to talk to you at the van and now beyond that. Yeah, and it's like I've always been the older sister to every to a lot of people in my life, but also like in my family, I'm the older. It's nice to be the baby, you know. Yeah, <laughs> um, so true. Okay, well, let's hear "Dusty Trails" by Luscious. such a long time that I'm almost afraid to go Alone is a long dragged out imagination where things can go wrong but we keep rolling on but if I was guessing, I'd say it was just grown pains. Painful as growing is, we can't forget it's our ticket to taking the reins, and we'll all be okay. Caramel 
just about you I just love that you have a show about this because even though you are like you know you're saying you're very calculated with your crushes and stuff but at the same time you're really like digging deep into them and like embracing the good side about them I'd say so even though if you are calculated it's obviously such strong like positive like loving fulfilling feelings around it too because you are really surrendering to the idea and going a little bit deeper so I just think that's really cool I mean this podcast slash project I guess is like it's for me like I like doing this because I always like having these kinds of conversations um but I I feel like there's kind of a closed door on them you know like you are often looking in on other people's lives, but you're not understanding that other people are being emotionally vulnerable um, and like, and a lot of feelings. So I want to give myself the chance to like crack myself open. And this is- Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for having me on. Totally. Um, 
Maddie, why don't you let all the UCLA radio listeners <laughs> find you, plug all yourself and all of the amazing stuff that you do. <laughs> um, okay, well, you can find me at Madeline, extra E at the end, Javier, M-A-D-E-L-I-N-E, E, Javier, J-A-V-I-E-R, and um, listen to my podcast with my friend Alex, Insight Collective on Instagram. Um, or if you ever need photos, guys, I'm in the area, um, madelinehavier.com. Yeah, Maddie takes the best photos, especially when you're not looking you. Um, okay, well, it's been great having you on, Maddie. Um, I'm looking forward to catching up in real life. Yeah. Yes. Um, thanks for coming. And thanks, guys. This is DJ Ditch Bitch, and you're listening to UCLA Radio.